forever. Hello. 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 And welcome back to Race Chaser Classic, a podcast dedicated to the discussion, dissection, and dissemination of every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning. My name's Alaska. What's yours? Hello. I am Willem. Hello, face, face, face. face I get cakes and get cakes. Cakes you can taste. They taste good. Go inside. <laughs> uh, this week is uh, has so much to do with drag and my career because how many times in your career have you been told, oh, you also need to make a cake to go along with your number? I mean, this is what drag's about. It's making a cake. <laughs> To represent oh, you, on. to represent a Barbie doll. You're really critiquing their choice of doing a cake-themed episode. I am. <laughs> I love it. It's so dumb. You never I know. It, but you it is- never know when you're going to be asked to be in a commercial or some sort of ad campaign for some cake baking, I don't know, kind of company or a cooking show or something <gasps> where you have to d- decorate something or you have to show up in the theme and you have to look like this kind of cake. It's very within the realm, I think, of possibility. Well, not to relate this back to myself, but I just... (laughs) (laughs) I'm just pressing buttons randomly. Um, I just did... uh, uh, I I had a summer sausage party with David Bertka. You know, life life is is a party, party, David Bertka. And we made summer sausages um, from scratch. And Did you have to dress up like a summer sausage? (laughs) Already was. (laughs) <laughs> you were wearing clear uh, latex right. and then just really tight belt. A haggis like a, belt. Uh, <laughs> there had been so much summer sausage in me that week already in New York. I oh. felt like a, the sixth borough. Summer sausage. Summer sausage. Um, so, yeah, I guess, sure, cooking can come into play with drag. Um, These but- are my summer sausages. <laughs> summer sausages, summer now. <laughs> Damn. Um... The queens found out who the funniest snatch was uh, last episode, and it was Stacey Lane Matthews. She swept the challenge with her good gold coat. And she swept the floor with that good gold coat. And uh, Delta and Mariah had to lip sync for their lives. And uh, Mar- Mariah Paris Balenciaga, a.k.a. Mariah not so successful, <laughs> goes home after only knowing some of the lyrics to a Jody Watley song. But more interesting is the lipstick message, which simply says, Mug for Days XOXO. That's marketing. Which is funny because in her sign-off in the last episode, where she's saying goodbye, there's much more written on the mirror, including in the wide shot, where you can read Mariah wrote, Congratulations, Raja. <gasps> because... From what I hear, it was clear to everyone on set that Raja was gonna win because she was slaying A and B. Other contestants may have felt some sort of way that Raja had previous connections to crew members. Pressington's aplenty. Personnel on staff. Okay. So, that's all I'm saying, and that's a deep dive uh, fact 
we're not conjecturing that Mariah did write more things on the mirror and they were erased Omitted, by redacted. personnel. Yeah. So um, if you go if you go to World of Wonder, you go up to the fourth floor <laughs> and there is a big sign that says personnel. <laughs> Talks like she's chewing her face off. My Ugh. brother works for Clown Dog, okay? He drives over here to bring me my, food sometimes. My lunch sometimes. Is that okay? Is that okay with you? You, Sue Ellen. Ugh. All of this has been in the hands of a, a child. child. <laughs> Sue you're in big trouble. <laughs> Embezzlement. You're going to drown. They're going to fry you. <laughs> This is. <laughs> we are quoting Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead movie pick of the pod. For sure. <laughs> Go ahead and check that out if you want to know what the fuck we're talking about at any given point. Manila says that Stacey wins last week was point blank a fluke. Uh, well, she asks if it was a fluke. She posits the question. She doesn't say it was a fluke. She says, was it? Or is she a contender that we have been discounting all this time? You know, could be. Um, I mean, we learn more about the Heathers because um, <laughs> at one point, one of the girls says, what are you making, Heather? Come over here, Heather. Heather, and help me with the zipper, the Heather. And they play the theme song from uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia behind them. Hey, Heather. For sure. Which is royalty-free music that <laughs> you can use. And uh, so, hey, Heather, how's it going? Will you help me with a zipper, Heather? Sure, Heather. Give me a zip, Heather. Um, I love it. It's so funny. But um, I I basically love anything that excludes others because it makes it funnier. <laughs> um, and the other girls are just so confused. They're like, what? Who's Heather? Um, Rue gives this video message where I don't know what word they're bleeping, but it sounds like cock. Um, but it's she's saying, I love a big, beep, big German chocolate. Beep. If you love beep. the way I do. I wish I had a huge, juicy, succulent, beep, every single meal. Mm, Home fried mail. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's this mini challenge. I don't know if the, the cakes they're serving are the cakes on their body, which is uh, a nude photo shoot. They get to use light makeup. Um, and yeah. 10 minutes. It's, it's amazing to see what people can do in 10 minutes and what other people can't do. Raja for serves up a full look yara same thing some girls just put on some red lipstick um right i liked raj's approach just doing sort of like a dramatic mm -hmm. black swan kind of eye yeah i mean raja's always excellent yeah she carmen beat a full fucking face like she looked really stunning carmen you could tell is that girl that probably at like four o'clock told a guy to come over and at four fifteen he was there and she was fine yeah. You know, she's one of those girls that put on a quick mug. Yeah. <laughs> I could do a quick mug too, but I also need a quick bang. Maybe a scarf. 
scarf and a hat. Yeah. A sun hat. <laughs> scarf. And glasses. Large sunglasses. They love it when you show up to the door. Trade loves it when you show up to the door in a Gilligan's Island hat, sunglasses, those sunglasses you get when you uh, get your eyes dilated, and then just um, a, a nice red lip. That'll stain everything. And glitter. They love glitter because wives can never see the glitter. Oh, yeah, the wives. Oh, the booty oh, dust. Yeah. yeah. This nude oh photo shoot. God. Have you ever been uh, shot in the nude in a well, television? Yes, many, many times. Many, many, several many times. Many times. Have you? <laughs> it's not an area I've explored. <laughs> Nudity. Uh, Crass. Yeah, I've, I've been, I've definitely been nude a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like usually photo shoots, I'm like, what is is it? Do I have to wear clothes? Is or? it nipples? It's just face up. All right, I'm gonna take off all my clothes then. Yeah. You don't need clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, often. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I've spent much of my drag career not wearing clothes. Yeah. Um, Deborah, clothes. Deborah Anderson is taking these tasteful nudes, and uh, Ruth says you should be serving Wilmana. Right. Well, some of these girls are not. Well, some of these girls, it's like this is not something that they ever thought they would have to do, and it's it's really scary and anxiety. Sort of like Delta is like freaking out. Um, Alexis Mateo is like is like freaking out. She's like, I do drag so I can cover up my body. Yeah. Like that's what I do. So this is this makes no sense. I think it would have made more sense um, for Delta and Stacy and Alexis not to want to do it. Um, and take these photos, but in order for it to like really convey, you need to, you need an analogy about being a chef and your fans being selfish, um, <laughs> to make it really hit home about what? why you didn't want to do this picture. Uh, uh, Raja and Yara slay the photo shoot, of course. Um, but Delta felt liberated. I loved watching her go from like nervous Nelly like, what am I going to do? You know what? I'll do it every day. No more clothes. She also made it funny because she was like, they were like, if you want, you can use this fabric. And she Delta said, was like, I'll I want to use every yard. Every yard. <laughs> Delta is a good time. I um, want a Davy custom garment out of that fabric. 100. At um, this time. Carmen wins the naked mini challenge. Shocker. But right, she, she posed beautiful. And I love that that point where Rue's like, slide your leg out. And then they show her doing it. And then she won. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, um, the main challenge is explained, which each queen needs to design a couture designer dress inspired wow. by mouthwatering cake. Mm -hmm. And Carmen gets to assign the queens their cakes. This is great for Carmen because it gives her a chance to be shady boots. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to give the ugly cakes to the ugly girls <laughs> and I'm going to give the beautiful cakes to the beautiful girls. And myself the best cake. <laughs> Through, I mean, all the cakes are pretty much the same colors other than the red velvet and the princess cake and the chocolate lava. All the other ones are just like cream and light brown and whatever. Yeah, I don't see... Uh, I, I don't know. Like I don't, one has a cherry, one slightly yellow, but yeah, like... I don't see any of them as really being a terrible that I wouldn't want to get. Is there any of these you wouldn't yeah. want to get stuck with? I wouldn't want cheesecake. I wouldn't want pineapple upside down cake. I wouldn't want angel food cake. Although Delta turned it out. In my head, it would have been you have to pick the colors of the cake. And you kind of do. Delta didn't necessarily pick the colors of the cake. Um, no, she but she made like it work. Pink. Yeah, the pinks and the feathers make thinking you an angel, and like 
Delta made this one work for me. Um, the their creations are noted that they should be good enough to eat. Um, and this is one of the first times that I think that the title of the episode harkens back to, you know, how they always do a callback to something. But this is totally just the monster. Baby Zahara. The monster jerking itself off. <laughs> and then and then eating its own cum. Oh where it, God. What? It's, it's a callback to season one of its own show. Face, 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 yeah. ivory face, beauty face. Yes. You can't take what... All that. Watch my body go, go insane. Um, insane to me is Shangela going home on a sewing challenge the season before when she was on and then not learning how to sew right when she came back. Well, it's not. Um, sewing is not hard. Especially. It is hard. Yeah. I have a rudimentary awareness of how to use the sewing machine. However, I prefer not to use sewing machines. I like to do hand stitching because most of my uh, fabrics are too delicate it's for machine couture. work. It's couture. Everything is hand stitched. That means we use our hands. Yeah. Familiar with the bobbin. I hate Lorena? a bobbin. Oh. I hate a bobbin. The bobbin is just the devil. Like, I have so much respect for people who are really good at sewing because it's very, very challenging for me. Mm-hmm. I didn't sew a stitch on season five or on All Stars. I glued shit. I mean, you're good at so many other things, though. You've been a vegetarian now for years. <laughs> what the fuck? You've been really good at vegetarianism for years. Uh huh. Um, but here's the thing: you get sent home for not being able to sew and not being able to create a look, and then you come back, still can't. Do those well, things. Well, for All-Stars, she knew how to sew. Did she? Yeah. She went She went and had sewing instructionals. Well, that's smart. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to take a sewing class during this break. So we'll be right back. No, we're not. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies. I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Eat stress-free this spring with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. You can choose from a weekly menu of 35 options, including popular options like Calorie Smart, Keto, Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. Also, you're going to want to discover the 60 add-ons every week, like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks, and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and fuel up for your springtime goals. The Factor meals were so great. I love that they came in a recyclable container and with very little waste. And the food, delicious. My 
Taste buds had a party. Exactly. Really good. Really easy to make. Loved it. Not a lot of cleanup because Factor Meals eliminates the hassle of the prepping, the cooking, and cleaning up. Simply heat and savor the good stuff, and you can customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. And then pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Get chef-prepared meals on the table in two minutes with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. So you can get back to doing what you love this spring. And if you're looking for gourmet meals, try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. In fact, we're celebrating Earth Day all month long. Look out for Earth Month Eats badge on the menu for our lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash drag50 drag and use code drag50 drag to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code drag50 drag at factormeals.com slash drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is still active. Um, uh, so this walkthrough that Rue is doing, this is, this uh, is, well, okay, so what is couture? Yes, because RuPaul asks Stacey Lane Matthews, do you understand what couture is? Couture means... It was made in a couture house. The couture houses mm-hmm. are um, are designated by this French board mm-hmm. that uh, certifies you couture mm-hmm. or not couture, basically. I think the um, specifications are it's all handwork. Mm-hmm. Um, certain I, types of sewing machines? No, I don't, I, don't, of... I don't think it's by machine. I think it's all hand and tailors and stitching. Oh, okay. It's, couture is... Um, it's, it's supposed to, um, when you think couture, it should, uh, bring to mind all the things that are like out of grasp. Like it took, this took artisans and like, yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of time. It's that. Mm -hmm. Um, and even to show at the hot couture fashion week Paris stuff, like you have to do presentations before that for like a couple my friend, um, Meryl Streep sits in a chair and if she nods her head, no, that's really bad. He, um, it's cataclysm. This one was uh, my friend August just uh, did a presentation for Paris Fashion Week, and he does couture. Mm-hmm. August Getty Atelier, um, and he said that even before you actually show on the runways for Fashion Week, and not just a presentation, like there's so many hoops to jump through and everything. Yeah. Um, so, wait, are you allowed to use sewing machines, or is it like? Don't you're not even allowed to use a sewing machine. They're think, allowed to use fucking sewing machines. I don't know. I think it's by hand. I'm pretty sure because I wore an Atelier Versace dress that was meant for someone much more famous than me, and um, <laughs> it was all hand stitched inside, even the corset. And oh. like, why wouldn't you use a machine on a corset when you could, like it was all hand stitched? That denim dress I wore for. So essentially, none of these outfits that they make are couture because they're all using sewing machines. Yeah, it's just a word bandied about now. No one actually knows what it means. Okay. Kind of like tea. So I think this is a kind of an unfair setup on Stacey Lane Matthews. Like, hi, can you define the word couture right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would have just said, well, look. <laughs> look, everything you see everything is you see. couture. <laughs> um. I love that Yara sews for the living and she loves making these dresses. Yeah. And it's it's one of those things that like you're like, oh, so you're good at another thing. Okay, cool. I know. 
She's just fucking great at drag. She is really good. And if you're drag. ever in Vegas, look up where Yara is and you will see good drag, basically. Yeah. Rue, hold me. Oh, I took a bite and I swallowed. Oh, I'm a bad model. I'm a bad model. Just like palling around with her pal. <laughs> gal pals yeah um and she's like yeah i just have these french panniers lying around i like playing with historical shapes i'm just gonna play around with that i was gonna see if i could wear that thing that i borrowed from you for peanuts rue oh yeah the goal just bring that tomorrow get it yeah bring it tomorrow for the runway okay we're the same size yeah um (laughs) delta said she wants to do something youthful yeah and she does she does. I mean, Delta kills it in this. Yeah. Um, Rue is more critical about Carmen's princess cake interpretation. Also, you're doing a Barbie interpretation of a princess cake. Yeah, she calls it Jersey Couture. And Carmen has a feeling Rue doesn't like what she's up to. Wow, Carmen must have been awake. <laughs> well, luckily she dyes her hair blonde, which <laughs> changes everything. Changes. I, I think if it she, does. If she thought she was going to get called a Barbie before, now she's safe. Yeah, the, the bleach definitely helped with that. Um, but I do like her blonde hair a lot with this I look. I know. She looks so pretty. It turns out. Do you sure. think it was the Ember Rose effect for last week? Do you think she was like, that looks good, like a shaved head but bald? I mean. I want some of that. Yeah, sure. Um, Shangela is super nervous because she still doesn't know how to show. Um, Rue tells Shangela she needs to ask for help. And she's like, well, have you? She's like, well. I, I I help girls, but I now just, seems like none of the girls um want to want to help me, and you I know I find it really hard to ask for help. And some of these other girls just I don't <laughs> <laughs> like it's a competition. And then the whole storyline for the next like for the for the whole episode is how often Shangela is asking people for help, which I think it's okay to ask for help. If you don't know how to sew in a zipper or don't know how to drape this kind of thing, I say no. being smart is knowing where you're stupid. So she's like, I don't know how to do this. I'm going to use the resources at hand and ask for help. Okay, but do you think Daryl Strawberry would ever go out to third base and tell Mike Schmidt, hey, you should do this different or first base? Like, it's a competition. If he asked. Girl, no. It's a competition. And I don't think that any of the Heathers should be painted as shady bearded or ladies for not they are helping, shady ladies for not offering shangela help it's a competition why should they fucking help her um because it's a sisterhood oh, okay like the same I'm sisterhood not saying you have to help but i'm saying i don't fault shangela for asking for help i don't fault you don't her. have to say yes I, I don't fault her for asking for help either i think lamenting about no one offering help beforehand that in the, was in the war in the walk around is a little that was tears ordered from akira.com sure um I, <laughs> <laughs> they were imported tears yeah i i just um the the snide little comments that like are painted to look snide when Raja and Delta are like, see, I told you. <laughs> like that. And like Delta had just given her a phone call too. So yeah. it's like, I, I feel, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I think the correct way to do it is how Manila does it later when she's talking with Stacy and she's like, well, I'm not going to tell you how to make your outfit because I'm trying to win. So bye. Like it's keeping it light and lively, yeah. not being shady, just being like, I would love to help you more, but I have, I have to do some stuff over here. 100. Yeah. Um, 
We get some backstory from uh, Carmen, and that does not mean she took off her pants. Um, it's She grew up with her mom and her grandma, and her dad died when she was two, and she had just recently met her dad's side of the family, and she had to tell him not only was she gay, but she was a drag performer. I think she's probably updated them on that <laughs> scenario since, or maybe they have Twitter, so. Um. Completely. Yeah. So, uh, we get some more clips of the queens in their hotel room. Oh, elusive. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh we're back. Look at this mess. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're waking up, rubbing the sleep out of your eye. Oh, doing push-ups, doing a few push-ups just to get the blood pumping. <laughs> Fuck you. They asked me to do that. <laughs> I did, but someone else did it on this season, too. I was a push-up girl, too. You were the push-up girl. But I actually girl. do push-ups every morning, so. I was pissed that we didn't get any fucking hotel room coverage on season five. They stopped doing it. Well, um, I was pissed. I was like ready. I was like, oh, I can't wait to do like a teeth brushing thing. Maybe like a blow dryer. I don't even use a blow dryer. Well, let me tell you. ready. Shaving. Something happened during season four, which made hotels um, not so amenable (sighs) for filming anymore. All right. But we'll get to that. All right, ice machine. During the next classic. Conjugal visit. How dare you? Conjugal, conjugal visit Carly over here. <laughs> um, the the <laughs> dress that Carmen makes, uh, Carmen hates. And she decides to remake it at the last minute, which means cutting off the mermaid train and wearing it as a jacket, which actually makes sense. She also calls it her, it her sequence dress. Yeah. So it's not only a, a Roxy Andrewism. Go buy a shiny sequence gown. Uh, now the Heathers also clock Shangela receiving additional. Raja's doing full like Bugs Bunny, like, hey, hey, look over there, wink, wink, uh, thumbs Mm -hmm. up, like full Bugs Bunny, like mugging, (laughs) mugging, Mm. (laughs) so funny. Yeah, it's um. It's 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 so something. Funny. Manila uh, affectionately calls Stacy Lynn Matthews look comfy couture, <laughs> and says it's inspired by tights. Bold move. Once again, do you hate these leggings too? I mean, we could talk about it on the runway, but do you think tights are a questionable choice? I think um, tights can be wonderful when styled properly. Yeah, and. Uh, fitted well too yeah. like a girl last night at, at um at peanuts <laughs> across the street at uh, uh makeup mondays the ray latre little miss fubar booger ball which oh, last yeah. night it was not a booger ball because it was all um dj pasta bodies picks wasn't for his sasha birthday Colby show there so, yeah it wasn't a booger ball at all clips. sasha was there um uh indica sativa these real pretty girls from the inland empire who were like gorgeous who would name their self after marijuana i don't know um, but like it was <laughs> sickening and I don't know why I was talking about it. Oh, well, you, um, you were talking about leggings, oh. styling of leggings or, or, um, the styling can take it there or break it. Yeah. I forget. Okay. Well, um, I'm tights, glad I- bold move. Bold. Um, this, I took pictures of this gown when Rue wore it and, yeah. and I remember bringing it to my tailor and going can you do this mm-hmm. and it never got done but just the little um the little sequins in rue's hair in the hair this is an iconic <sighs> fashion moment they're holographic sure. payettes first of all they're not sequins 
salute. Total salute. Twelve yeah. gun. Um, really? With the belt and everything? You like oh, the belt stuff? is great. That orange belt. Can we bring it up on the... Where is the... I'd like to look at it again. I, I like it. I mean, I would take out the gold underlying layer and move that down to there. But if I could do that, I would do it in a second. And I think Rue's in a blue contact, too. Yeah, they're going a little more daring with the makeup as well. It's like a lighter eyebrow. It's very, like, fashion. Like, a very nude, mm. out, nuded out lip. So good. Very fashion-y. And I, I do think it's couture. It is couture. It was made by Zaldi, for yeah. sure. Um, I love it. The hair is cool and crazy. And We've seen this hair before on her, and Matthew has. This is one of his favorite wigs to to style for her. He told me. Oh, where the front was um, kind of like chunky highlights. It's great. Now, can you tell the remarkable difference between Michelle Visage's makeup when Bill, Billy B is there with her? Because Billy B does her makeup when he's there, mm-hmm. and she looks totally different from the last episode. Oh, one, this is an episode where she finally looks painted. Does she? It it it's slight though. She uh, she's wearing cosmetics, her, but yeah. it's it's slight. It doesn't look like she did it anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Sarah Rue is there and Eliza Dushku. Which is great because I think that's foreshadowing from um from Alexis Mateo's Alicia Keys. She actually requested Dush. an Eliza Dushku. <laughs> she did. We're gonna take a break before we get into this face, face, face of cakes hey, runway. I forgot I made notes for these things. So, before we get into this runway, we have a stunning piece of intel. We are always getting to the bottom of things over here at Race Chasems. At Racer Chase, at Drag Chasers, as a lot of people love to call it. Um, I love the okay. Smackdown. Always plural. Love Drag Chasers. Um, okay, so on... <laughs> okay, so Dipper was nice enough to reach out to Raj... And Raja was like, it was the Tyra Show logo. Ah, yes. Did they tell you not to wear it because it was going to be blurred or not? They didn't tell me anything. They just blurred it. They didn't say anything to her. They couldn't clear it. Mm -hmm. Couldn't get it. Thank you for this stunning (laughs) bit of intel. Raja Reflections. Last week. I know. I've been ruminating over that for the whole week. Most of your I've drag been, is ruminated. I've been haunted by by that for an entire week. What? <laughs> What's gangs? Wait, a lot of people have been sending us DMs about Billy B on a gang stalking documentary on Vice. What does that mean? The fuck? <clears throat> gang stalking is a conspiracy theory that large groups of people are stalking you to ruin your life. So there is a Vice documentary that features Billy B about, he goes, I got a place in Hawthorne, California, and a lot of people warned me not to move in there because I'm a gay man. And he was like, and then people started filling up these the parking lots out front of my building and performing heterosexual coupling in front of me and chasing me on the highway. And 
And it's about these cons conspiracy theory of something called gang stalking, which is that large groups of people like have meetings and go like, we're going to ruin this one person's life with like weird little psychotic stalking things. And there's a, he, there's a whole interview. It's a 30 minute documentary that features him. It's, it's from like late 2017, early 2018. So it's basically like what the Heathers are doing to the rest <laughs> of the girls. They're gang stalking Shangela. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's also the producers are doing it too. I'll send you both the so link. It it's is. scary to watch him talk about it. Well, honest, I know wow. he's been dealing with some uh, homophobia in uh, Mississippi and Tupelo. And, Does he live there? Yeah. Um, that's where he had his uh, show, The uh, Hometown Renovation. Where he renovated a bunch of houses. World of Wonder produced it. It was great. He renovated a bunch of houses using his antiques and like um, mm -hmm. like salvage stuff. It was it was a really great show. Um, and then he was doing a bunch of resale stuff with uh, some some properties in the valley. Mm -hmm. With like all he has all this cool vintage, and he's always been talking about opening up a store and stuff. I don't know what happened with that. Hmm. But Michelle looks beat on this episode, I think. That yeah, nude lip. she looks great. I Let's... mean, you know she did that lip herself because you know she loved that color lip for so long, that cadaver lip. I love it. Yeah. Let's get into this runway. Yara Sophia appearing in the category of strawberry shortcake. Beautiful. Beautiful. Red, vines. The category is, your, your theme is red and wild. It's a hand-painted garment and her face... Also looks hand-painted. She usually goes for, like, an extreme sort of scary sort of avant-garde. But this week, she just went really, like, I'm just going to go, like, very soft and very feminine. And and Billy B says it best when he says, did you just have a run-in with the police? Because your face is B.T. Von Zilla. 100. Manila is drag perfection to me because not only did she take the challenge... She made it fashion and she made it fashion in a way that is not even a direct nod to it. It's more of like an illusion like, oh, carrot belt, carrot cake, bunny, bunny ears. But Louis Vuitton had just done this thing with Madonna where she looked like she was wearing bunny ears. So it's like so current and so... Couture. It's everything. Her makeup, however... She looks like she got hit with a flower ball. She's starting to get into this really heavy white under the eye this season and Billy B critiques. Can I tell you, though, that I used to only highlight under my eyes in this area. And then when I started moving the highlight to my upper lip, too, my whole face changed. In photos, yeah. everything looks better. I noticed in the close-up, her upper lip is not highlighted. She just keeps it in the eye mask region. Which is why it doesn't And her makeup work. has changed since then, too. And so many people... I mean, here's the thing. Her makeup was this good without her ever having seen herself on TV already. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they did the, the little Matthew chat at the beginning because they were doing it this season, too. But, like, she's just drag excellence. She is. And I love this because a lot of people went the gown category and she um, she said, just to be couture, you don't have to automatically do a gown. You can uh, you can do this dress and the accessories are really fantastic. So. Yeah. Salute, salute, Manil's. Okay, Alexis Mateo, what are your feelings on this experience? Um, no girl has ever walked into a store and someone helping them said, what, what are you looking for? Something to make me look bulkier. <laughs> no one's ever said that. And her ponytail looks like it's pulling out every last piece of her hair and it's going to fall off. I wish it was higher. 
Like, but if it was higher, it would have looked like a Who from Whoville, maybe also. I don't love this outfit. I do love this the sleeve and the turtleneck and the styling of it. The styling of it is impeccable. It's it's she did the best with what she had, but this is not anyone's first choice silhouette, I would say. And they warned her about that fabric for the skirt the cottonelle being like <laughs> yeah being like a comforter fabric which is very hard to make quilted northern flattering. Florida. yeah yeah i uh yeah i would have loved to have seen if it was just the same idea but in a different fabric i think it could have been really great but um you know she did it mm-hmm. next we have carmen carrara as the princess cake and she's walking. Okay. Um, I think she looks cool and pretty. She does. I love her blonde hair. Um, the uh, tool thing on the shoulder seems like an afterthought. It seems like it seems like she could have cut it off the bottom of a dress and then just put it on her shoulder. Which almost. I, I think that's what she did. Oh, yeah. okay. So, now, um, I, I think it would have been better without it almost just to be like simple and sleek. And I liked it with it. I loved having that extra little business of stuff because, like, otherwise it's just a plain little green dress with some sparkly stuff. I but thought it was couture. The coat made it an ensemble. Okay. Now. Well, next we have hmm. Stacey Lane Matthews. We do. Let's, let's watch. She's doing Raj's favorite thing of painting your forehead a color in order to make it avant-garde and edgy. Oh, Raja yeah. always reads people for doing that now. Um... Uh, there are a multitude of issues with, uh, Stacey Lane's look. Fit, hem, um. Shoe. Shoe. Hair. Makeup. (sighs) Yeah. There's lots of things here that I would have probably done different if, um, I was given a red velvet cake. Um, but you know what? I'm sure she did the best that she could. Well, uh, I think her idea was uh, the white shoe is being the white cream cheese. But I Uh. think that could have been more of a through line throughout. I don't mind that it's red velvet and that she's wearing no, red velvet. What else, what else would you make a red velvet, an outfit to make red velvet cake out of? I'm just, I'm not concerned about the fabric. I'm concerned about the fit. Um... Like, the leggings are loose in some spots and tight in others. Like, no one ever also goes to a legging store and said, give me some blousey leggings. You don't want a blousey <laughs> legging. And the sleeve, the short sleeve, unfortunately, sort of makes it look like active wear, or like a t-shirt, which is not really, like, elevated. I cap, think. cap sleeves only work when... Um, when they're capping something. And if it was a gown... It would have been better. Had the I love and the shoulder train. thing. I love right. If it was a gown, I love the shoulder thing. And maybe That's maybe that was a, a full sleeve or just sleeveless on the other arm. And then if her hair it went up, um, rather than just like a couple pieces on the side. The all the business at the at the lapel on the one side, it looks like a, a sequin trimming tumor. Like all the trims or from like the box. intestines. It's it's really strange, but I feel like if she would have made it one shoulder from there and then gown, cut that shoulder, then she would have had something to play with because her face is pressed up against the embellishments on her dress. And that's usually where like that's where you see the different color that you paint in for your neck. Yeah. It's just it looks restrictive. She doesn't look comfortable and it doesn't look good. Yeah. 
And the shoe is not right either. Oh, boo-boo. I think it could have just continued red and been like a red boot or a red, you know. Mm-hmm. Could have been a lot of things. Yeah. Next, we have Shangela as the pineapple upside down cake. Mm-hmm. I love that she comes out on the runway, takes a moment, and her, you see her eyes go from every judge to uh-huh. every judge. She's she knows no what she's doing. To the pad- is this garment soiled? Or is she wearing a black panty underneath? Or did she sit it's in something? It's soiled on the front and the back. Is it that kind of like <laughs> Dude. <laughs> or is it velvet that has been that ain't velvet. pushed around? It looks like suede or something. Like a batik of some sort. Really? But like a, a, a color washed fabric? Or a it's black on the panty. front too. Yeah, well, that's where you can see her black panty there too. Maybe that's where a panty is and her corset's over that. Aside from that, I don't mind this. I think she looks cool. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I don't like her makeup. Um, The makeup is problematic. And the wig looks like it was great probably one wear ago. That braid is too thin. I like the color though. I like like everything. But if she would have done this now, I'm sure she would say, let's make that braid thicker. Let's make, um, let's take off the tights because you're not 40, Shangela. You know, she's young. And other than that, I'd just wear a different color undergarment. And then maybe a pop of a lip, pineapple upside down cake, a red lip like the cherry. Yeah. But other than that, she looks great. It's a little holiday somehow. Jennifer? Are you getting that? No, like it's it's a little like Christmas time. The gold and the red is giving me a little Christmas. But in general, I don't mind this. I think she looks cool. Yeah, I don't know why she has giant gold leaves on her. I don't know how that signifies pineapple upside down cake, but yeah, good for her. Next, Delta work as angel food cake. Um, Delta is right about angel food cake. It has zero fat in it. It's what oh, I, yeah? it's, It was used to be my favorite to binge eat because you could eat the whole thing and you're like, oh, it's just calories. Yeah. She looks so cute with this little white fingerless glove on. And Very pretty. This is an excellent styling moment for yeah. Delta. She has a lot on and it's all working. She conveys the, the concept of the cake really well and she looks cool. Next, Raja as chocolate lava cake. She's in brown velvet with shimmering accents. Brown velvet, if you please. Um, now the the pantaloon showing is um an issue if Panties, you had to yeah. if you had to pick out something. But I mean, Raja knows she's stunning and she's just slaying. It's almost like I don't I don't mind the 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 pannier is showing i certainly don't she's like saying yes this is the device i'm using and look at it if you want yeah but and look at the rest of it she looks really cool and really pretty and it is extremely couture <laughs> Bitch, i would eat her cake in a second oh uh, yes completely uh, now that she the, looks cool the and girls delicious. are judged next on their um their cake decorating skills <laughs> fair enough and um i i think that some stand out and some um should sit down uh Yara, yeah some of them are really pretty russia's cake is so fucking cool really really pretty it looks like there's metal on it somehow and graffiti and yeah. sa- like it's fucking cool and some of the other girls stuff isn't um shangela is pushing through this corn thing um much she's still pushing it through and i'm here for it 
I, I like uh, I like the corn storyline. Yeah, I don't fuck with GMOs. So, um, I think there's much more interesting things toast. that anytime Shanzo talks about corn, I think there's way more interesting things she could be talking about because she's funny. I don't give a fuck about what happened on 2011 with some corn. I never understood the corn thing until I watched season two. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, and I was like, I never understood it. It's I the reason it was, she got sent home I thought much. it was going to be so funny. And then this reunion where she has corn again and no. then corn on this fucking cake. No one gives a fuck about the corn. I have a question though. Is being a drag queen what you really want to do? do? <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Uh, and talk we'll about find that. out the answer to this question and more. You know after that question was brief. That, that question was fucking corny. <laughs> I just saw a messy man. Oh, oh that was Dipper. <laughs> Dipper, that was not us, Shanji. Oh. One name suffices. It says it all. Raja. Raja. You know her as the iconic winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Season 3, and we have the privilege of speaking with her every episode for Season 3 in a segment that we like to call... Raja Reflections! Chanel told me that she told... um, story about heathers and the boogers how did that come about originally um because of all the weed that i provided i had a girl because that we, was the source of heathers and boogers yeah yeah because yeah. i got everyone stoned and <laughs> only we were, the girls you like though or everybody well we we had all sort of gravitated we Clicked. we figured it out yeah i was like okay get over here oh come over here sass <laughs> and so you know we we just kind of gravitated and and then i had the weed and that kind of became like the peace pipe and the powwow and then we were like you guys what if it was like really funny? <laughs> we all called each other Heather. <laughs> and then it happened. You know, uh, everyone hates us for it. And I love mad it. At us, but <laughs> it's still mad. Anyway. Um, what about um, Sprepper? <laughs> I don't know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> the fuck's a Sprepper? A Sprepper a is sprepper. a combination of a Sprite and a Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Who would do that? Those were one of those things that were kind of made on the spot. Like, we didn't know what we were talking about. I do remember that Carmen Carrera is is a uh, very smart ninja bandit. And like... um, What? Well, at the time, you know, um, Absolute Vodka was our big sponsor. So, in the (laughs) Interior Illusions Lounge... She swiped. As part of... (laughs) Exactly. As part of the set, they they would provide... You know, they would, like, you know, in the background, they would put these complete like bottles of big vodka bottles of and vodka. they were big real bottles. they, they were, were actual real they made sure to tell my season those are water <laughs> because uh, girls the season before and yeah. we knew it was girls the season before there were actual know. bottles of vodka and we wow. figured it out we were like oh those are fucking real <laughs> oh my the God. first one we stole Mopping. and then you know we mopped it and then um every every time we were in there and we would steal it and what carmen would do is she would take the bottle and she would <laughs> <laughs> just kind of scoot it when the cameras weren't around when there were no sound people or anyone she would stick it under the couch mm-hmm. and then when we would come in in the morning that was where we would come in for our sound packs yeah and they would mm-hmm. make us in the sound room in the uh-huh. fucking interior illusions yeah. lounge where we kept the fucking bottle from the night before and I always had a big purse Work. because I'm from LA and yeah, I'm you kind of you know I'm Lululemon as fuck <laughs> so I, I had a you know a, a bag with you know fringe <laughs> 
And I, we would just stick the bottle of vodka in there. And then when we went on to set, there I was with a fresh bottle of vodka in my bag. And then I would put it into my suitcase. And then we would put it into tin cans of soda. And then somehow within oh all of God. that nonsense, we came up Railroad. with Sprepper, which is like, uh-huh. I don't know. It's, it's a very specific reference. I had a, a water, a Vita water bottle full of Malibu rum every day. It was I not- wish I had that now. It was great. <laughs> right now, there is Malibu over there if you no, want. Are you serious? Okay, we are back. Cake, cake, cake. Face I get on cakes. Cake, face on cakes. cakes. <laughs> making cakes. Eating cakes. Watch my cake go in cake. I have a, some of these girls. Um, <laughs> <laughs> cake photos though the the photo that they cut out and then stuck on the barbie head raja raja's is like the derpiest raja photo i've ever seen and then yars is like this photoshop promo shot it was their work or it was their workroom entrance day it was yeah because raja has that bang uh-huh. on um but, but some of them look harder than others uh, some of them look like they poured concrete for a living yeah um, so the girls are asked some pretty difficult questions on the runway. Uh, first of all, Michelle asks Shangela if being a drag queen is what she really wants to do. And I think the test of time has spoken. I think Shangela is uh, one of the most prominent drag queens on the planet Earth. So I think uh, she's doing a pretty good job of it. And I hope she wants to be a drag queen. I hope that I hope that she does because she's doing a good job. I sometimes do movies with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah um yeah. raja's cake is oh are those stones did she stone her cake <laughs> she's an asshole yeah so good i love her um and i also loved when she was helping shangela with uh, you can know. i just make a suggestion <laughs> if you want to make it look like corn you can just extend it up a little because right now it looks like cream corn <laughs> Raja's right, though. Shangela's cake looks Raja's better. Raja's always right when it comes to fashion and design. I mean, hello. She's Raja. Um, Who do you think should go home? Shangela says Carmen. Carmen says Shangela. Huh. Stacy says huh. Carmen. Delta says Stacy. Uh, Raja says Stacy and Shangela get the fuck out. <laughs> but what's interesting to note is that um, at one point... You hear Rue saying, Manila, we need a serious answer. So I could tell that Manila probably just gave some flippant, jokey, blah, blah, blah. Let's right. be entertaining. Yeah. Which everybody tries to do at first. And then they pressure you into saying it for editing. Yeah. Um, did you ever experience this where you said who should go home? Or did you just blithely send them home? Um, no, I said jinx. And then I immediately apologized to jinx and untucked for saying jinx because I felt bad. Did she apologize to you for winning later? No. Oh, the bitch. <laughs> She's so far. Damn it. No, that was her season. It was her season to win. Um, who do you think at this point needs to go home? Um uh, it's Stacy's stepping off point, unfortunately. Yeah, I, think, I think at this point um it's time to see who is going to knock on wood harder. Um this is <laughs> Uh, so this is a classic drag song. It's got it should have a lot of hip in it and a lot of knocking. It's a very good drag mm. song. It has hit yes, it has hit. It's got a dance motions. break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
all that. <laughs> uh, so, like, they have so much side eye from Shangela in this whole episode because she put this white under her eyes. So, like, let's get all the reaction shots. Yeah. Is this the one where Stacy takes off her hair? Hair yes, by hair. Yes, and it looks it like is. little dead gerbils all over track the stage. Track by track. <laughs> track by track. But this editing of this lip sync is really heavy handed. And it's really funny because they're giving Alexis Mateo these slow motion glamour shots of her kicking in the air. And jumping. Slow motion. And like sound effects like. Zoom. <laughs> Track. It's really funny and heavy-handed. And then they just show Stacy dismantling her hair. Yeah. Oh. Alexis prays before. Um, and then she has a whole intro worked out where, like, I'm going to turn around and then you're going to see me. And she's giving movement and filling up the stage. She's being an entertainer. Unfortunately, Stacy's doing a lot of uh, looking at Alexis. <laughs> which, a lot. Which don't do that if you're ever queen lip syncing for your life. I know it's entertaining to watch the other girl on stage, <laughs> but it really makes you look like you don't know what you're doing. Like you're waiting to tip her. Makes, hey, look <laughs> over here. It makes you look like an audience member who's just like, oh, 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 oh I'll she's do ar- good. I'm going to do arms too. Oh, fuck. She's good. Should I turn around? I'm oh. going to. Wait, uh, oh, she looks great. Oh, I should have worn a quilt. That's it. Alexis, needless to say, is killing the slow motion. She's basically like in the Matrix when they slow down time and dodge bullets. Did you see when Alexis went like this real quick? She went. (laughs) (laughs) She was starting that eight count. She was starting the eight count for sure. Barefoot. She took her uh, shoes off. Alexis takes off her shoes like a web-footed duck, <laughs> uh, prancing about. But Stacy takes her hair off. So. Il, il, uh, stocking feet. She said, I don't need that little <laughs> merkin. <laughs> Throwing merkins. Doing the slowest hair exorcism. Yeah, this is not a reveal. It's a... It's, um, it's, it's a, a release. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and wow. then she's got to put them all back in. She does. Oh, she picks you. them up off the floor and puts them back well, in. Well, it's not hard. They're little Claire's hair extension hair store things. They're four ninety nine each. Can you talk a little bit about that moment when, like, like on your season, Milan, every time she lip synced, took off as much, you know, of her garments as possible? People no, have she to, didn't. Like, she didn't? No, when she lip synced to Vogue, she didn't take anything off, but she did it on her head. Is oh, the floor okay. comfortable? <laughs> But don't they... When you do it on your head in an Afro wig, sure. <laughs> you have to, like, put it back on to be sent home. Do you? You don't have to, but they pretty much do, because there's actually time that happens after yeah. the end of the lip sync before RuPaul tells you it's going down. Right. So you have time to, like, sit there. So I think they... I think Stacy probably, like, picked up her shit off the floor and yeah. put it back in and... Uh, um, they usually make you put put a wig on too if uh, Shangela punches you in the face too. Oh my god! As evidenced by Mimi this season, uh, um, I can understand the removal of the drag elements if it is impeding your ability to give emotion, you know, emotionful performance. But so was that fucking ruffle which covered half of the lower southern hemisphere of her face. That's why it was a perplexing, like, last-ditch effort. The hair you And it was just off? this slow, like... <laughs> and I'm not... She wasn't even, like, flipping her hair wildly or flipping her head. She didn't take the ponytail out and just let her natural hair fly all over. It was just like, um, I'm going to take this... Uh, well, I took one out. Let me take them all off. Here, let me you just know what? take and this You know what? And Alexis shouldn't be on stage in a barefoot. Let me just put them so she could step on them. <laughs> 
put them under her feet. We love we love Stacey Lane Matthews. We have written songs in her honor. We have we we are appreciative of her art and her time. Yes, just not this red cat suit. Um, and <laughs> oh yeah, I guess this is the episode because we hear about the Heather's that. She says, who the fuck is Heather? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, she says, who the fuck is Heather at the reunion? Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It's a very, uh, I don't know, it's it's memorable. It's a memorable exit. We love Stacey Lane Matthews. Um, needless to say, Alexis Mateo also killed that lip sync. Yeah. So, um, well done, so both ladies. Stacey's go, going back to back swamp. She does. And um, we are going to end this episode thanking you for joining us. I'm going to take my shoes and my hair off for the, while we do this outro. Uh, girl, wait. <sighs> I, I can see your penier. Listen, listen. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for Race Chaser this week. I'm Willem. And I'm Alaska. And we'd love for you to rate and review our podcast. And don't forget to subscribe Wednesdays and Fridays. That's right. And on Instagram, you can always follow us at Willem at the only Alaska 5000 and the Race Chaser account on Instagram is at Race Chaser Pod. Yeah, and slide into our DMs with your scalding hot tea and explicit dricks. And um, Drelta. Drelta will get uh, big dripper, will get back to you soon. <laughs> Not big dripper. And don't forget to use the hashtag Race Chaser when you post. That's right. Thank you so much, and we will hear from you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys. Race Chaser. Race Chaser is not endorsed by World of Wonder, Viacom, or any of their subsidiaries. It is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. RuPaul's Drag Race and all names, pictures, and audio clips are registered trademarks and or copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Forever. Race Chaser with Alaska and Willem is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is Race Chaser by Alaska Thunderfuck, available on iTunes. <laughs>